welcome to Hey Julie. (laughs) Welcome to Hey Julie. It's a podcast. (laughs) It's a something. It's a live show. It's on YouTubes. It's on the Twitch. It's on the Apple Pods and the Spotify's. My name is Brett. I'm Danielle. (gasps) Hey, it's been a while. I mean, it's only been a few days. It's been a while for us. The two of us have have, uh, been apart. We've been separated. I uh, blacked out on Friday and I went on a 45-minute rant, which the podcast listeners can um, enjoy. You dropped in a little bit. I enjoyed it. I dropped in. I did a voice mail. (laughs) But I enjoyed listening. I was tweeting through it, Brett. I listened to it myself and I was laughing out loud. You did a great job. Uh, Listen, I mean, I'm not going to like... I want to try and be have a little bit of modesty, you know, like, but it was pretty good. Like, I don't know. I, afterwards, I was like, oh, this is pretty funny. Like, I I, I kind of lost my, uh, I kind of went on some, some crazy tangents there, but. It was great. My only problem was, my only beef really is that I felt like you got some really great questions that I thought I would have brought a lot to, and I didn't get to because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But we got some great questions tonight as well. Questions, comments. So. I won't feel too bad about it. Yeah. Well, let's let's dive into it. So since we spoke last to the audience, Memphis won HOH, right? And yep. and both of us, we texted each other, we mentioned on our little pods. Could Memphis have a case of the HOH itis nineteen? Could he? Could he? Uh, yeah. And it, did he ever? Does he ever? And it took a whopping forty-five minutes. Yeah, but you know what? It also saved the season. Yeah. Like yeah. I stand Memphis's hohitis. It's. I'm so glad. I'm so happy. Can you imagine? We live in a world in 2020 where we're like, thank God for Memphis being hoh. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you were high <laughs> on Memphis coming into the season. You, we called him a woke daddy. Yes. Um. You know, even from even from he gets this card from Big Brother shortly, I'm assuming shortly after the competition, everyone's still dressed up and he's like, house guests to the to the room. And it's like, oh, dad's talking. <laughs> and it's like he even though he was kind of bringing everyone into like sort of just read this new rule thing, like this new rule card about the have nots, there was it was just like an attitude about it of like, I'm the king now and you all better back oh, up. It was an attitude of, I haven't been on TV for 15 years and I'm going to soak up the sun. Oh. I'm going to enjoy my spotlight. Everything was a performance for him. And I, for one, say thank you. Thanks for bringing a little theatricality to the proceedings. When when uh this damn virus is over, he's going to ha- he's he has Gunther on the Friends reboot <laughs> vibes where he's like I've been I've been doing nothing. I've been gaining weight and going balder than I was. And I'm here and I'm going to like plant my flag and make my make my make myself make my known. Mark. Yeah. I'm on yeah. I'm back on TV, baby. <laughs> it's been great. So, yeah, we had the episode last night. I mean, so much has happened on the feeds, feeds as well. 
Um, thank God. That was something else that we were worried about. Like the, f- I'm so bitter because I had the week off last week. So I was like, yes, I'll watch feeds 24 <laughs> seven. I'll see all the drama. It was the most boring week of feeds ever, ever. So now of course I'm back to work and I won't be able to watch as much, but things are picking up and that's a good when thing. When the house guests are saying on the feeds that the feeds are boring, like, yeah. you know, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit rough, but we've got, they were aware we got Memphis is the HOH. <laughs> And he wants to make he wants to make everyone sweat because what you really want to do in any stage of, and, and as HOH in any stage of the game, especially the first couple weeks of H uh, of Big Brother, is make everyone really uncomfortable and not like you while you're HOH. Ah, uh, so classic, classic move. Uh, I, I, a, a power move by Devin, as we all remember, Devin sure. who has a daughter, winner of BB sixteen. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, actually, no, no, didn't work out for him. Like, <laughs> Co- I mean, I wish he was back. Say what you want. I know. God, say what you want about about Cody. But he kind of like he mainly played the, the first week HOH as well as he could. People came out and didn't yeah. really want to go after him. Like, and he was kind of no. came out in, a, in an alliance and people might go after him for that. But for the most part, people can't even figure out what alliance he's in. He played great for the game, horribly for the feeds. Oh, of course. Memphis is team fun feeds. Memphis said, I'm giving the people a show. I'm going to make people sweat. I'm going to I'm gonna be a cocky bastard. I'm going to tell people to their face, I don't know who's safe. Maybe you should play in the safety suite. Like, even his own alliance. <laughs> so, let's get to the beginning of the episode. Yes. The new thing this season is that have-nots get to choose their replacement have not. So so everyone has to stand up and say like, okay, I was a have not this week. Now this week I choose so-and-so to be a have not. So Ian doesn't want to do it. And little miss Nicole Franzel offers to take his place. So that's one save yeah. for Ian yeah. this oh, week. Oh, Ian's, Ian's masterfully just having all the ladies carry him to the end. Ladies love cool Ian. They love him. That little salt and pepper. It's working for him. Um, that and Memphis is pissed. Secretly, Ian has been his target. Like he wants to get him out, and it comes out in this episode that it's because he wants to like get revenge for Dan. That is such a like baby. <laughs> that that was the fun. And like this clip has been online. Is like I'm gonna get revenge for Dan Giesling, and he kind of says it weird too. He kind of <laughs> says it like he's drunk, uh, and it's like. <laughs> Bro, this was like 12 years ago and like re- also, revenge. Dan has won before. Yeah. Dan doesn't care. Like Dan doesn't care that he <sighs> lost. I mean, he probably does. Like he's a competitive guy, but like I don't know. Like it seems like Memphis is I guess better friends with Dan now than Ian is, but like I don't know. Just Dan strikes me as a guy who's like doesn't have the big old Ian axe to grind like I don't know. It's just so funny to me. I know that Dan is like BB royalty, but it'd be so funny if they all were like, I'm doing this for Victoria. (laughs) Yeah, I'm playing this game for Howie. (laughs) Like all these random. Nicole's like, this one is for um, Holly. (laughs) Like all these. Yeah, and it would be players. Yeah, and like it would be like if Josh came in here and, and Christmas was like, 
I got to win this year for Paul because Josh beat Paul and Paul's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really random. But so anyway, it, that's Memphis's whole plan. He says it in the DR, but he doesn't tell his alliance. He's being very deliberately um, not. He's not being transparent at all. <clears throat> and it's sort of pissing his alliance off. But he tells everyone I don't know, so you should play in the safety suite. And I personally loved this move of like, make everyone play, burn through that power. Yeah, it's going to make people hate him, but people are going to hate him regardless because he has a shitty attitude. It's a, good, it's a good move in the context of the, it's a good move in the context of the safety suite, right? It's like, he didn't play the first week. He can't play this week. He can only play the next week. And he wants to have as few competitors in that competition as possible. That's a great strategy. It. Maybe like say that a little bit more outwardly to your own alliance members. He's so yeah, like that's what's own, so funny. He's so blunt <laughs> when he's talking to Nicole or David or Bailey, even like watching the feeds and a little bit in the episode, you see it. He's like, I don't know, you might be going up, so you better play. That's all there is to talk about. You know, usually these, that, it was so refreshing because usually these one-on-ones with the HOH, it's like, so look, here's what I have to offer you. Here, let's make a deal. Let's work together. How do we, how can we make this work? Memphis didn't want to hear anything. He was just like, I don't know. Play the safety suite, figure it I out. Watched, That's it. Goodbye. I watched some of those one-on-ones on Thursday night. People go in and it's like, Nicole, I watched Nicole's and I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> it's rough when you're watching like an awkward conversation between two people who are like not really on the same page. No, uh, she is not his cup of tea. No, ex exactly. I watched that. I was like, oh, this isn't, this isn't really great for Nicole here. And, no. uh. You know, and but then Kaser goes in next, and and you have this weird thing too. The the OG Big Brothers, as as uh, Janelle puts it, like there is this sort of weird respect among all the people who are parents. Thank God, and have yeah. been on Big Brother, usually like more towards the earlier seasons. So Memphis, Kaser, mm -hmm. Janelle, like everyone, most of the house is like go after Kaser and Janelle. And yeah. Memphis isn't going to do it. Like he's he has this kinship with them where even though he's not working with them, he talks with them a lot. He he talks about the game with them, maybe not in specific terms because they're not in the alliance together, but they they sound ideas off each other. It's uh, well, that's the thing. He clearly likes them. I think he personally likes them more than anyone else in the mm -hmm. house. So I I get I think it was smart of him to not necessarily be in just like the tightest alliance with them, like good to diversify your portfolio in a way. But um, it, it's kind of nice that they all just like each other. I, I've been. And yeah, I've been. And <laughs> no, no. the one thing I noticed um, is that like, well, of course, they're older. They all have careers where like they're playing this game for fun. Janelle even talked about it. She's like. I lose followers coming on this. She was like, this is my expensive hobby. Like, I'm not getting that much out of this. Yeah, exactly. If you sell a mega mansion in Minneapolis, that, you know, that that takes, oh, it takes a couple signatures, right? Like, she's probably getting paid, you know, a few, you know, 20 grand or 30. Who knows however much these people are getting paid for the whole summer or whatever. She probably makes more in one commission than she does. Yeah playing this nonsense for three months. So they're just coming into it from a different perspective. And they've, they've touched on it a little bit. Whereas like all these new school players, it's like their entire fucking livelihood depends on this game. 
they have to make it far so that they're like beloved by fans so they can go on like the convention tour or charge for or get on cameo so or whatever those little strips that you put on your teeth to make them whiter yeah like nicole anything is not practicing medicine anymore <laughs> franzel is a social media influencer <sighs> And the other Nicole is a podcast host. And as podcast hosts, we can tell you there's not that much money in it. We have supplemental <laughs> income. In fact, we don't make a dollar from this podcast. Like We do it out of passion. Exactly. I'm, and love for the game. If you listen, and that's, yeah, if you listen to my 45-minute rants on Friday, then you know that's passion, baby. <laughs> yeah. But so, so anyway, back to the episode. Memphis will not put up. Janelle and Kayser, which is great. Great for us. So, so great. And then we get to have like the fun safety suite. Who's going to play? Who's not going to play? David ends up playing. Christmas ends up playing. And that's one thing I'll say about this episode is they make it seem as if Ian was the one who was like, Christmas, if you win it, please save me. Apparently, I didn't really see it, but on the feeds, Franzel is the one who sort of confirmed Christmas oh. to play for Ian and make sure that her little millionaire club or whatever alliance member is safe. So she needs a little credit for that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone hates on Nicole. Like she's she's doing pretty well, and like we have we have this we have this oh. growing war between the Fran between Franzel's side and between you know Kaser and Janelle. I'm like. I think friends was like, you and I were joking like before the game, before the, the pod yeah. right now. It's like, who's going to win? I don't know. My money's kind of on Cody or friends or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're doing they're doing great. I just yeah, they're doing great. Um, so had to give her a little bit of credit for that. So <laughs> the game, the safety suit competition is like balancing drinks on a tray and I don't know why, but like one of the questions when they were all in di in the diary room session about this game was like, so have you ever been in the service industry? <laughs> like they all, I don't know if this was like a nod to our essential workers who are out there having to fucking work during a pandemic. Swinging and Long like, Island iced teas at the TGI yeah. Fridays with a full on face shield. Like they're performing exactly. heart These, surgery. If it was sort of like pandering to them to be like, we see you, but like. They all had to be asked, like, I've never served, but damn, do I have a new respect for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've worked as a bartender. Let me tell you, it's hard work. And I have, Danny talking now, I have worked as a bartender. Yeah, it's hard work, but it's also, like, very weird that that's what they got out of this con. <laughs> it was just... Like, this isn't real bartending. No, I mean, yeah, I mean... It's just balance. It's like a child's game. You're balancing wood blocks. <laughs> we have to talk about as if we would gloss over. So, so everyone does their thing. You know, they maybe drop it a little. The table flips flops a little. Some people are good. Some people are bad. We get to a little someone named Davon, and Davon, we love. We absolutely oh, love. Yes. Her presence in the house is so needed. It's so great. She has a great moment also where she's talking about um, being a darker black woman mm -hmm. and how she feels she's gold. And it's like very moving and a great moment. It's so wonderful. They included They've it. They've done this twice now because it was like in day two, but I think it was on like an episode kind of shortly after that where 
Um, yeah. Kaser does a, a, a sort of a whole thing about, you know, I guess how important it is for him to play as, um, you know, as a Muslim. Uh, and then also, mm-hmm. you know, relating that to everything that's been going on this summer with, with Black Lives Matter and stuff. And you know what? After years of CBS not really <laughs> addressing this stuff at all, putting their players of color um, in kind of a shitty position <laughs> year in and year out, like. Yeah, I know it is nice that they're giving time for this stuff. It's like it's not related to game. It's not, you know, it's not related to. Well, it's it's refreshing because usually what they have to dedicate that time to is house guests being kind of racist. So it's like a very nice choice for them to say, you know what? There's all these other conversations, especially just because they happen to have three black people in the house this year. Like, thank goodness they it's probably more than they've ever had. Yeah, I so these conversations are naturally coming and it's like so much better um, for people to see that side of things. Yeah. And now that. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I agree with all that. I mean, yeah, there's probably more in this season of, of BBUS seems to me like probably one of the most diverse seasons we've had. Right. We have like, like, yeah, there's Kate Kaser. It just reminds me of Faye, like a more Jay, international Kevin. season of, of Big Brother. Because I look at these <laughs> yeah. international casts and I'm like, wow, it just seems like they have, they, they're just doing a lot better on that. And maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm just, you know. No, it's good. It's really but, good. But uh, so shout out to that moment. But um, that's not what I wanted to talk about. What I really <laughs> wanted to talk about was Davon. Oh, my dog's shaking. Was Davon in this comp. She is so bad. <laughs> and she didn't do but she didn't even do that bad in the in the final uh the final numbers yes, though. She did. Oh no, oh I'm she got like eight, eight minutes. minutes. Oh, I was getting her confused with someone else. Sorry. I, no, yeah, she no, she did really bad took in off it. She did really bad in it. <laughs> she took off her shoes. <laughs> she for some reason didn't think like she must have thought thought like you can't put the drinks down or something. Like everyone else you saw, like putting them down. Yeah, putting them back on the table, measuring it out. She clearly thought you couldn't, so she was like, "I'm gonna take off my shoes and pick them up with my feet." <laughs> I've never seen. It was incredible. I was just like, "This is so perfect for Devon." Yeah, I, I, I want her to win something ba- so badly. She was close. She was she was close on Thursday night, right? And I know, <sighs> but it was so. That's like Devon in a nutshell. Is like. Couldn't play, but so entertaining to watch. We're, gonna, we're hopefully we're gonna get a win from her soon, and and uh, yeah, it's it, it's you know that someone's not gonna win when it's like they do the dr and it's like, and it's like the beginning. They're just beginning to show the results, or it's like it's the beginning mm-hmm. of the competition, and the person in the dr is saying like, "Man, I really." want to win or like I'm feeling really comfortable with this comp and then like fart yeah. sound no they did it <laughs> yeah. uh, so not this week so Tavon. good but so Christmas absolutely creamed the competition oh yeah oh yeah and this unleashed a beast like this for what it was which was winning a comp that honestly I don't think had anything to do with skill whatsoever mm-hmm. I'm sorry it was balancing things on a plate it was not like speed it was not strength 
It was not these things that Christmas prides herself on. For winning a comp like that, she, it, she really let it go to her head. She was like, I am unstoppable. On the feeds, she was like, I am a champion. Like, that's what I do. I win comps. It's, it's super weird. And, <laughs> and on top of that, it's like, <sighs> that is her stated goal this year is to win competitions. And I don't think it's like going to fully work out for her long term. Like, because that is her goal. So she just wants, she was so burned by essentially not being able to play in any competitions her first season. She thinks it's all about the competitions this year. Yeah. Which and it's it really isn't going to be a misread of the whole game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time, special shout out. I know I've said this before. Every time I watch the feeds, if Christmas is on the feeds, I have to change it. She, I can't listen to her talk about herself. And also, yeah. speaking of special shout outs, because she didn't really feature that heavily in this episode, but Bailey's my new face. She's great. She has done a 180. I mean, we always knew she had it in mm -hmm. her and it was just swaggy dragging her down. <laughs> but like this has proved it because on the feeds, she's so personable. She's so lovely. She's fun. She's teaching them yoga. She's just like, she's got a pretty good read. It's not great, but it's like she's getting there. It's not as bad as, you know, like Nicole A or Devon. <laughs> like she's, she's trying to work with Janelle and Kayser. She's just great. I think she's a delight. Yeah, no, I, I'm really, I'm really pulling for her this year like and it seems kind of like she's kind of playing it you know pretty mellow which is what you need to do in this game for anybody yeah um not you know it seems like her and davon are you know they're working together and they have this thing with connect four which is cody and enzo you know, which is it's in itself sort of an extension of the commission thing with that's the larger alliance with Franzel and right. whatever. It's not bad to be. And, I, and this was I think I think Steve Moses like said this outwardly, like his goal was to be the lowest, lowest person on the totem pole in a larger alliance because you have the you have these two sides lobbing bombs at each other for so long. You can kind of hope to be that be that like mouse in the trench and all the mm. soldiers are fighting each other you're scurrying through hopefully that's a good strategy for them hopefully they can pull out some wins some competition wins uh this year yeah and, uh i, I could see that working out that strategy working out for them i don't know if it'll win or, or bailey will win come out of that but i don't either i would love to see bailey or day win hoh i would absolutely love it oh absolutely but, um, oh my god to see to see what would happen that would be amazing but um i don't know that it will happen i agree we need we need one but of those so we, rando comps we need like a true yeah we need a uh what's it called just a, yeah a random like crap yeah we need like um, oh we gotta hit a golf ball off a trampoline and into a thing and whoever gets the most points yeah. wins like i don't know we gloss over wait there's one other important part of this episode that was like made into a big deal in the feeds which was memphis chose david to be a half knot yes which set the scene for which set the scene for um for we get, like, what the hell? I don't even know how to talk about David's game because he's so bad. <laughs> he's he's really very bad. Um, like, I don't know what he's doing. I retweeted this today, but like Danny or someone was talking to him. He's on the block and was like, so what's your plan? And he, like, do you have a plan? And he's like, no. 
She's like, you got to get one. What do you mean? And sure, he might not be telling her his plan, but dude, like whip the votes. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, I think he was always going to go yeah. up because Memphis had like a thing in his head of like, you have to prove yourself. You want to be. I think Memphis thinks he won Big Brother. He seems to think that like. Because he made it to the finale, he's a winner, which is hilarious. Like, Memphis is such an amazing villain. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. Like, I know you really are into it. You like the villains, though. And, like, I don't know. I feel like villains sometimes. Just because I need, I need some drama. I need something. I know you were. They can't all be kisses and rainbows. I know we were calling him our woke daddy king this uh, off oh, no. season, But with this, I mean, people were talking about this in the house. It was kind of a weird look. Him, you know, the way he sort of he's kind of just picking on David and it's like, he definitely, did you, first of all, did you watch BB 21? And I don't think he did. I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I don't, the only time I could think about is like, Danny, you, Danny, is this your man's? Yeah. If so, come oh, grab your man's because he's not my <laughs> man's the way like Kaser is my man's not at all, but he's, he is my, he is my villain. Mm -hmm. That I'm grateful for, just the same as like, I'm grateful for Danny because at least she's way overplaying right now, but at least she's doing something. She's like a catalyst for movement yes, in the yes, game. Exactly. We were so lacking that, that like, and we were so lacking like anyone willing to just step up and be interesting that I'm so grateful that Memphis did that I don't like, I'm willing to forgive any oversights at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm really excited because the downfall is going to be delicious. That's what I'm going to say. Is. is that you know what yeah. I really can't wait for is next Thursday night. Oh my god! Uh, unless like it, I mean nothing ever. I mean I think we're, we're in for an interesting hoh. Like here's what's going to happen. Like Janelle's going to win hoh. Or Casey's going to win hoh. Or like. Davon's gonna win HOH yeah, right. and the internet's gonna be like, yeah. yes, queen, oh, faves, all oh, faves. <laughs> and then Memphis is gonna, Memphis or Cody is gonna win the competition because it's like, yeah. I think, so I think if Nicole Anthony doesn't stay, she would, I mean, she, Nicole Anthony would be eligible for it. But I think if she doesn't stay, it would be Memphis, Cody, and only two other people. So it would be, and so if either of them win, it seems like either of them is going to keep the other one safe. Unless Cody is just like, maybe he doesn't. And it's just like, I'm going to keep I don't Tyler know. safe or <laughs> Ian. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it might not be. But that's the thing. It doesn't have to be. Justice for Memphis doesn't have to be swift. I, like, I'm thinking of Polly. Yeah. There was a very steady rise, which made that downfall so oh, good. Oh, yeah. And I mean, a week before the downfall, it was like week fucking five of Pauly just like manhandling the game and we were like this is just over right this game is over yeah we were like write the check and a week later he was crying into the the cherry pie that he was had to make as part of the <laughs> yeah. challenge and that's what I want I need another iconic villain like that and so far Memphis is delivering he's rude he's picking on David and I really I, I genuinely think David is very bad at this game I think he's I'm sure a perfectly fine person but like he's very boring. I think we had a question so, about that, or you retweeted, you retweeted something about that. I don't know. 
about how boring he is. About how bad he is. Like he's just like not. I don't understand how he got cast on the show in the first place for 21. Surely there were more people that were more interesting. I said this a couple weeks ago. It's like we are hoping that we get the David that kind of got voted out of Big Brother, but still lived in the Big Brother house for four weeks and was like had a great read on what was going on and was playing recklessly and telling people like there was this this iconic conversation between him and Kat last year where Kat's like, there's no alliances in this house. (laughs) And David's like, yeah, there are. This is the alliance. (laughs) And it's like, where the fuck is this guy? And I don't know. It's it's weird. And it's like, you can see why Memphis is picking on him, but But it's like, man, Memphis. Yeah, it's almost, it seems as if he doesn't even, and people have said that's his game, that's his game. But like, it seems like he doesn't even care about the show or isn't even like hasn't watched in his downtime, like when he got kicked out and knowing that he was going to come back for all stars. It just seems like he doesn't care. And that's fine. But then like, I don't know, then goodbye. Like, let's vote him out. Not that big a deal to me. Yes. Oh, and sorry. Someone, uh, Sam Kennedy is correcting me in the chat. Um, Cody did play in the, the safety suite this week, so he can't play next week. So all right. It's Memphis, Nicole Anthony, uh, Franzel, Danny, Enzo, and Tyler are uh, eligible to play in the safety suite next week. And Nicole Anthony might not be around to see it as Yeah, no. The, the only person I want to go more than David is Nicole Anthony. <laughs> what a tough week for me. I would have such a hard time if I was in the house. Yeah, so, so I mean, we can get to nominations here. I mean, if we haven't yeah. said so already, like David and and Nicole Anthony are are They're the nominated. nominees, and you can kind of see it coming. Nicole doesn't play in the yeah, she doesn't play in the safety suite. That's just an excuse. He was going to nominate both of these people no matter yeah, what. Yeah, that was I don't yeah, I, I felt bad for her kicking herself about like oh it's 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 because I didn't play in this that he nominated me and I wanted to stand up to him and let him know that you know you can't tell me what to play in and what not to play in it's like if you played it at loss he would have nominated you he doesn't yeah. like you in his defense and something that you and I can agree with as people nearing the end of their life mm-hmm. age wise I don't want to be around 23 year olds either get him no, out I agree yeah I'm fine with that but um but the way he does it, yes, he says, now this is a new iconic villain nomination oh. scene. He puts up Nicole Anthony. She's sad. Then he puts up David. And what he says is, you're playing at the big kid's table now. Explosion. Oh, yeah. It, and it's just so good because, as I mentioned, the best villains are the ones who think they're the heroes, right? Every so, every villain thinks they're the hero. Yes. So he's, in his mind, he's like, oh my gosh, look at me. I'm probably a fan favorite. I played with Dan, who's beloved. I got to second place. I'm like a BB legend. I need to break this rookie in, you know? Like you can see it. And that's what makes it so hilarious. It's like, no dude, you're a pompous 40 year old <laughs> picking on a guy who had like a racist brigade against him last year, you know, like who just was the, was part of a firestorm of like the worst season or one of the worst seasons on BB. And so it just comes across so badly. And 
It's great TV. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, Proud. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting blown up about other things on my phone. I apologize, dear users. Uh, <laughs> so, do you want to get into some spoilers, or do we have like some non-spoilery questions? I um, I think we should get into spoilers. Let me check the cues. So, <laughs> one of the cues, not spoiler related. Um, is it, it's from oldie times. Oh, yes. Guys, is it just me or is Memphis giving off extreme crazy Jack Nicholson vibes this week? Great call. Absolutely. And I highly recommend if you didn't see what Memphis was wearing yesterday, it was a tight fitting, body hugging, denim button up vest. Like but it cut was off. sleeveless. Like cut off. Well, most vests Cut don't off. have sleeves. A vest with sleeves would be a shirt. Good point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought I went to fashion school, Brett. <laughs> do you like my, my, was, do you like my uh, half length, my, my one third length sleeved, sleeved shirt, sleeved vest? That looks like a regular length shirt, t-shirt yeah. to me. No, this is a vest. This is um, a vest. <laughs> with sleeves. It was so tight. It was painted on his body. I mean, same with his Hawaiian shirt. And that shirt. is something Jack that is something Jack Nicholson. Same with his Hawaiian shirt on on uh Oh yeah. I love clocking the the, has, the fashions as they come. Like and especially when you have a, a season full of olds like dressing like Steve oh, yeah. Buscemi in the iconic iconic hey kids <laughs> cutaway in <laughs> hey fellow hey, kids, kids cutaway yeah. in 30 rock like he was rocking like <laughs> tight jeans with this like hawaiian like very form-fitting hawaiian shirt that was only button like probably needed maybe one that or is... two more buttons imo and then he was wearing like these clean crisp white like uh sneakers as the kids do like sand smiths yeah. memphis has been to the gym and he wants you to know about it his stuff is toy it is form-fitting. And it's perfect villain wardrobe. So, yes, great call-out. He And his he is a little manic, like um, Jack Nicholson. That was because that was another one of the questions. It was a picture of Memphis with his sunnies on, with his denim vests on, and Being Loud wanted to know, is this look working for Memphis? Honestly, yes. He looks like a villain in an 80s movie. It's great. Oh, yeah. He's been, yeah, I mean, he, he totally is. Like... Any blonde man is a villain. Sorry. Oh, yes. Yes. That's why, that's Big why time. I, Sorry, Tyler. That's why I biologically <laughs> am a good person because I just I have a darker, darker hair. I guess I, I guess this question is I can't trust any blonde. <laughs> I, I'm still talking about how Same. I can't trust any blonde men. Sorry. <laughs> no, I agree. Adult blonde males. Uh-uh. Um, this is from at Coma Joan. I'm dreaming of a world where we watch David learn to play, play this game in real time, that he was put on All-Stars, not because he oh. is one, but so we can watch him rise to this the occasion the and claim the title of All-Star and winner before our very eyes. Is there any chance This of was that? the question that I had seen, that I had clocked. Yeah. It's not completely out of the realm of possibility. I think... A, a newish comp to that would be Victor, who kind of came in, who was like different, different way of playing the game poorly. But he was very aggressive. Like, I forgot what girl it was with, but he was kind of saying some like little like, yeah, I don't know if you talk to women that way. Sort Natalie. Of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like a little bit of that. 
Um, and as the season went on and he was voted out a number of times, he started playing mm-hmm. the game more socially, more with empathy, more of a mix of the physical and the social. And I think he won America's favorite house guest that year after kind of a rough start where the internet yeah, was like, he did. I don't know about this guy. Yeah. So different situation than David, of course, because David is misplaying well, in a different way. But I think it, there is a scenario in which he picks it up and gets a little bit more confident and you know, gets fifth place or something like that. It's just tough because this question, I mean, every year there are people who have never heard of Big Brother. There's always recruits. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they pick it up and they do really well. Like, I'm pretty sure Paul was a recruit originally. They're recruited because of their look, because of their personality, whatever. They're not super fans. They just come in and are like, how hard is this? I don't have to pay rent. I'll figure it out, right? (laughs) So... So we see it every year. I think he's at a total disadvantage. I like I do feel I really feel bad for him, but I also feel bad for myself <laughs> because I want to be watching I want to be watching All-Stars. I don't want to be I don't want to feel bad for David. I want to be watching yeah. All-Stars like kick each other's asses and be like I want people to be villains like Memphis and not feel bad for David. You know, I want to watch Janelle and Kayser be underdogs and um Danny call people out and Devon be messy, but hilarious. Like, I don't want to feel bad for someone. So, so it's tough. Like, I just think they did him a disservice. They shouldn't have brought him back for this one. They should have put him on a second chance this season or something. Next year. Next year, BBOTT too. Yeah, bring him back next year. He'll be like, he'll be the, he'll have spent the most time in the house. What we should do with David is we should do a a live, die, repeat edge of tomorrow situation where he keeps replaying (laughs) Big Brother until he wins every year. Uh, We did have a question in the chat from Sam Kennedy who who wants to know if we thought Danny was playing a good good game. And I think I know the answer to this question from you. I love her game. (laughs) You know why? <laughs> and this, listen, this might be polarizing. This might shed a new light on me that you guys aren't ready to accept. But I really think if I was in the house, I'd be playing like that. Yeah. <laughs> because she, she's doing what I think a lot of people do when you're thrust into a situation with people you maybe don't know that much, but you have like certain things in common. You try to find a common thing that you can talk shit about. That's what Danny's doing with every single house guest. She goes in and she's like, Yeah, she fishes around and sees who you don't like. And that's that's how she rings you in. Because she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Memphis does use too much toothpaste. He's kind of (laughs) selfish. Like, it's a really, really good strategy because people love to talk shit. People love to have a common enemy. So she does that with every single house guest. And, like, through that, she establishes, like, you're comfortable talking shit with me. I'm comfortable, like, so you can trust me. If we can do that, then you can trust me with information. So everyone's feeding her information. She's playing way too hard. Yes. So that's way too hard. But thank God. That's my worry with that. My, my worry with that strategy is when you exclusively and this is this is some real life advice for you people out there as well. If you know someone who constantly talks shit about everybody to you. Yeah. That person probably talks shit about you 
when you're not in the room. Oh, a hundred percent. I think 100%. everyone, I just don't like those people are just like, they fucking weigh on you. The people IRL and in the game is because eventually everyone puts together that it's like, everybody puts together that they've had a conversation with Danny where they've spoken shit. And it's like, everyone's put, puts the receipts together that, Oh, she's spoken shit about me. And I use too much toothpaste. I use too much deodorant or not enough deodorant. Not my problem. Yeah. I smell clean, yeah. everybody. So I just <laughs> think that that's going to add up for her. And I, I, I don't see that really getting her to the end. Cause I, cause if it's, anything, it could lead to a bitter jury, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think she's doing a pretty good job of it. And I mean, that, listen, it's just what I would do too. I can't help it. I see myself in Danny. And so, yeah, I think she's going to flame out big time. People are going to start connecting the dots. Um, but I'm still enjoying watching her. And I really think, thank God for her, because she is moving the game forward. And without her, we'd still be like in week one bullshit mode. I have something very fun from oh, Twitter. Brett. Please. I want to give a shout out to Shannon. Oh, yes, I saw this. And you should give it. You must give a shout out to her as well. I saw this. Now, our, we don't have a website, but our website is no. not cameo.com. <laughs> so you're getting a free one, Shannon, and whoever yeah, wrote that in. Free shout out. Because we're not charging From $35 for you to, for, to give free shout outs or not pay No, we're outs. just tickled pink you would What's want up, one. Shannon? I mean, yeah, we just wanted to give a big shout out to you. Thank you for listening. And thanks to Jill Jam June for asking us Hell to do yeah. that. This is a thing you can do on the podcast now, I guess. <laughs> finally, from Phil of Nine, Memphis is officially bringing the BB over the top oh, energy. Oh. She Ooh. needs a chill pill. Quick question. Does our Angel Bay Janelle stand a chance? I feel like people are obsessed with her. Nicole F. is literally writing her dissertation on why Jay sucks and the sociopolitical impact. <laughs> Does Janelle have a chance? Well, a chance to do what exactly? A chance to win? Absolutely not. A chance to further ingrain herself as America's favorite Big Brother player ever? Absolutely. I don't know how she... This is quite a magic trick because we've talked... We talk all the time about how... You die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I don't think Janelle is going to become a villain. You're right. Which is amazing You're right. in this Well, I mean, age. it's because it'd be interesting if she uh, performed well this season or her last season. Like she she got like, she was voted out like second, right? In BB She was voted out really early. Was that what that was, right? Yeah, 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 14. I forget when it she went early. out. I think it was like before. No, yeah, it was like yeah. second or third or something like that. Like, it'd be yeah. one thing if she was pulling her way to the end. Like, I don't know. Right. Not that she's a bad player. I think in a game like this, I mean, we saw again, we saw this in uh, Survivor. Like, when you are an iconic player and an all icon season, or like when you are an iconic player, it's just a big target. And like, same thing with Kaser. Like, honestly, it's gonna 50 50 if either of them even makes jury. Like, I, I don't see it. Like, they, they had a great conversation that someone, I think it was Toombs, posted on Twitter today. And it's like, like this is why everyone loves J uh, Janelle and Kaser. It's like, they're like, oh, it's, everyone's against us. We have to win HOH. And like, we're going to blow this damn thing up. And it's like <laughs> all the classics, all the classics that you want out of these two. It's the one yeah. old version, old people reboot. 
you know, Bad Boys 3, still bad, whatever came out last year or whatever. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't really want to see 55-year-old Will Smith, like, driving around in a Lamborghini. Right. Like, I'm kind of cool with the original Bad Boy movies or it, what name your yeah, reboot. Yeah. Men, in, Men Black, in Black 9. Yeah, sure. Die Hard 9, whatever. Like, yeah. this is the one version of, like, the Hollywood, like, hey, remember Bill and Ted? They're back, everybody. Where it's like, I'm happy to see them, but also like, I don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't think they're going to do very well. Like it's going to be them versus the world until they can put together an alliance. And maybe this is a good transition to spoilers. I don't know. Do you have something to say there? Yes. Well, all I, all I wanted to say really was just that cherish the time we have with them. I don't think they're long for this game at all. Same thing with your loved ones. They are really fun. Dogs. Yeah, <laughs> they're fun and they their their take on the game is very refreshing. Where they really they're so used to just playing it for fun, and or at least that's how they're seeing this season. They were like, "I'm not doing it that much because it's the pandemic." So sure, I'll come, I'll come play this game that I played 15 years ago. This is their, ba- their take on it is so they're great. Old school. They're like, "Why is everyone crying they all the time?" In the, they <laughs> like, played when George Bush was president, and like when you could be. Yeah. When you could be a regional sales manager and go on a re- on a show and be like, well, I do talk about the art. Oh, my real job, I, I see if the R squared value is high. And then I send the right food to the right market. I determine yeah. market value. And then yeah. when it's over, you're like, okay, I'll get back to my job and my kids, which is what Janelle and Kayser have done. And then you have like a more desperate sort of people like, do you know what David does? I guess I could Google this on the internet. I think it's a, I think he's like a sales. But he, I think but it's he, sales. So he's been saying that he was living in Atlanta for a while and then he moved to LA. Like after Big Brother 21, he stayed in LA. Of course. To be sure. a salesman, just be a sales guy or to like, you know, go to clubs and everyone, like try to be noticed. I don't even know what the hell, how people get famous anymore. That's the thing. They all need, I bet. I mean, what do I know? I think that Kesar, Kesar, Janelle, Memphis, they probably spent a little time in L.A. after their seasons. They probably partied. They went on Bold and the Beautiful. They had their kicks. But the lesson to learn from them is then they went home (laughs) and started real lives. (laughs) Like, they didn't try to milk the party forever. Like, honestly, watching Janelle, I'm like, I should go into real estate. Oh my God. And I have a real job, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, maybe I should go into real I, estate. I, and then I, I look at, I look at Memphis. I'm like, maybe I should own a restaurant. And I look at Kaiser and I'm like, maybe I should work in tech. Oh wait, I oh. do already. But. <laughs> That's our cubes right but there. <laughs> but, but I just, I hope that they serve it as an, as an inspiration for these people. Like there's more to life than just being an Instagram influencer. Anyway, that's the end of my spiel. I love it. So, so yeah, let's get into spoilers. Spoiler territory. Ooh, I love the oh, banner. Yeah. If you guys are just listening and not watching, you're really missing out on some great visual visualizations that Brett has I mean, put we've together only, here. We did only announce this one like 90 minutes out, but whatever. Yeah. Next time. Um, so spoiler alert, um, we had the PV, POV and Memphis one, which is hilarious. First of all, the POV, <laughs> I mean, so this was on Saturday. They usually play the POV as on Saturday. And let me tell you, as a SoCal resident, take yes. me to Anaheim, get me that SoCal resident pass at Disneyland. Mm. Mm. Jesus fucking Christ. It is like 
boil an egg on the on the front of your car hot in California right now. Yeah. Like triple digits like when the sun is down hot. And I couldn't be me. Couldn't yeah. be me. So it is so fucking hot out and the POV does not get started. We don't know why. I don't think they don't announce why, but it's like, is there something wrong with them building the set? Is it like just literally too hot out? For, for them to do the competition. We haven't seen the competition yet, but they don't even I am like watching the feeds. It's like midnight. I'm like falling asleep and the, the, the POV comp hasn't even started yet. And Danielle is waking up shortly thereafter on the East Coast <laughs> and have just ended. It was the best. It was the best day ever. I woke up sun, I guess, Sunday morning. Bright and early, you know, my usual 6.30 a.m. And I was like, Ugh, I bet they're all going to sleep all day because it was probably so late. No, it had just ended. So they were all still hyped and cracked from the competition. They were up for hours and I got to watch them as I had my breakfast and coffee. It was awesome. I was like, finally, the Young on the East Coast benefits me. But so I guess it was like a holding a weight competition. And so Memphis like very easily won. He's so yoked. He's yoked. His biceps. Sometimes when you're in the restaurant industry, sometimes, you know, a chef calls out sick, a waiter, you know, his his wife is giving birth. You got to step in there and you got to hold that that uh, bucket full of ice. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, we've all seen his arms in that denim vest. They're They're bulging out. If it had sleeves. Maybe the vest had sleeves, wasn't a vest to begin with, (laughs) became a vest when he flexed, when he brushed his teeth and it popped out. (laughs) (laughs) So he won. Everyone's running scared. You know, they want to put up Janelle and Kayser want to backdoor Franzel and everyone else in the house wants to backdoor Janelle and Kayser. Memphis is too strong willed. He's just stubborn as stubborn AF. Which was delightful to see. So yeah, he likes Janelle and We had the veto meeting, and yeah, and it's gonna come to the and it's gonna and honestly, he's playing this. He's pissing off his own side of the house so much that if fucking Franzel wins, HOH, she might just nominate Memphis instead. Like he's pissing off his own (laughs) side so much that he might get nominated before. Janelle and Kaser do because yeah. I can get to Janelle and Kaser next week or the week after. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but the noms stayed the same. Yeah, Nicole and David are up. Yeah, um, David's had like he he did a little like crying tour where he cried to everyone in the house, which he can do on command. That was like the one oh, interesting yeah, thing about that him. From I his remember. Intro package. Yeah. So he did I'm that. In, I'm David. Um, I'm 24. I'm in sales. And whenever, um, you know, whenever I'm in a big meeting, I just cry until people buy the pro- until people buy the product. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that happened. Um, they're both. I'm not sure actually who's going. I'm pretty sure Nicole is going this week. The one really weird thing that's been going on in the feeds is that for whatever reason, I for I don't know how, but like Nicole thinks that Janelle and Case are the reason she's up. I think. Yeah. She hates them now. That's the thing. So Janelle and Case are like campaigning for her but haven't told her yeah. this and i think yeah. this stems from there was a i might be getting this wrong here but nicole wanted to go up and talk to memphis and yeah janelle was in there with memphis and it was just like it was like a sort of 
like thing that you would see in a rom-com where it's like oh no it's like in the wedding singer when robbie is walking to julia's house and he sees her dressed in the wedding dress and like laughing or whatever mm. julia yeah julia. she it was right after she was crying <laughs> right and then she makes herself happy by yeah. saying oh my name is julia hart and he thinks it's she's yes. happy because she's marrying Bobby Gulia or whatever. So it's a sort of situation. So Nicole, stay with me, everybody. So Nicole is going up there to talk to Janelle and it would draw talk to Memphis. Janelle is in there, the door is locked, and she can hear Janelle and Memphis laughing because they're talking about stocks or whatever adults talk about. And Nicole thinks that they're laughing about like nominating and getting Nicole out of the house. And it's just Her, a total yeah. Julia Gulia situation, as we all know. <laughs> so we've so all had those. Th- and then and, and then also it's like you talk to Danny, and Danny's like, Yeah, totally. Janelle is such a bee. You know, like they all like, hate, they Janelle. All hate all Janelle. So she goes to her. talk to, and she doesn't know who to who to freaking talk to. And it's like, man, if Janelle and Kaser even talked to Nicole Anthony about trying to save her, and got like Bailey and Davon in there, uh, you know, got Kevin in there. Kevin and Nicole are close. Like, oh, there might be a formidable uh, opponent uh, to the commission right. or whatever the hell is the commission. Just Cody in Memphis, or is the commission? The Nicole Christmas thing. It's just Cody and Memphis because they're they they're still trying to figure out a name. I think for the big one. I watched <laughs> Christmas and Tyler think up some names for themselves last night. They're a little. Tyler is. Remember last year? Was it was it when Tyler was on that everyone was in love with Tyler? Like Caitlin was in love with Tyler. Yeah, everyone was in love with Christmas. Tyler. In love with Tyler. Just just preview for like. The montage in like week five. Yeah. Where Christmas is like, I don't know. I feel so many strong emotions in this house. I think I might be in love with Tyler. It's happening. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, he's like, he's so whatever, Tyler. This game, it's fun to watch him. I will say, I I think he's perfectly fine. It's fun to watch him struggle. Like, it felt like his season was so easy for him. So it's fun to watch him play with people other than like having to deal with Caitlin and Sam, two total psychos. (laughs) It's fun. It's fun to watch him deal with people who are like a little bit better than him and not willing to just listen to him. Yeah, Um, it almost makes him like him dealing with Danny, you know, it almost makes him a bit like I kind of felt the same way. I've kind of been like, oh, he's kind of endearing right now because. Yeah. He he's a little yeah, bit confused. Um, he kind of he kind of is fi- finding himself falling into excuse me falling into all these final twos with people. He's not crazy about doing it, but he, his personality is just like he's comfortable when he's just being like, "Sure, dude. Oh, okay, sounds yeah. good. Tell me more about like asking right. people, making people feel heard. Like it's a good strategy. So we'll see. Yeah. So we'll see how far that takes him. So. Nam stayed the same. Nicole and David up on the block. I'm really hoping Nicole goes. I just can't take it. She's 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 probably gonna, she probably she's is going to go. It's sad, you know. <sighs> I guess I guess BB21. She should have you know talked about you know dying a hero. Like you get third place, you get God. America's favorite, you yeah. come back, and like you know you're living that podcast, play the worst playing that game. podcast host lifestyle. Like she gained yeah. all this all this confidence and then she dove into the pit with hey julie and she was like yeah. oh shit Oof. there's some real monsters out there <laughs> yeah there are and, we are yeah and like 
You know, she lost all that confidence. She came back. She didn't really know what she's doing. She doesn't really know the right people to talk to. Uh, yeah, let's pull the plug before it she gets seems like painful. a great person. Um, and she was really yes, great for her sure. year. But I mean, same thing with Keisha, right? Like, good player mm-hmm. in her year, got very far. America's favorite. Like, we're going to have two female America's favorites who placed t- top four yeah. or something. Like that. Didn't Keisha get a fourth or something like that her year? I don't know. I think, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I think so. Who plays very highly who yeah, are not going to be in the game anymore. So, But it's it's like we got to snip snip those people now. Like I'd be happy to see Kevin go next week. Oh I also God. would be fine seeing David go. I keep thinking like, okay, David's going to get nominated. Then he's going to start playing. Okay, David's going to like play for the veto and not win. And now he's going to start playing. So I'm going to say it again. And I really hope he actually does. David's going to stay. Hopefully, then he will really start playing you know what? because I just don't As see it As I was it saying, right like, I feel that next week is going to be a really interesting week because like we're set up for we're set up for people for if it's Janelle or Kaser when if it's Franz or whatever we're set up for if if an HOH whoever the next HOH is probably going to make a big move and let me tell you what David is not a big move. It seems like next week is going to be. No someone going for a queen right if we're talking yeah, about so he might fly here. yeah exactly like mm-hmm. i i you know who, who knows especially with the safety suite especially with the power veto but it seems like there's definitely going to be some big shots being taken next week and he, if he you know puts on some sunglasses and a, a hoodie and like hides in the hides in the right bedroom like he might <laughs> yeah, he might get to he might get to the jury after this week so there's still a lot yeah. of time to you know who knows maybe a faction can be put together to get david out but yeah we'll see we'll see um it's been so fees have really picked up i'm excited memphis was a great hoh in terms of hoh hiatus and drama so really feeling good Hope we can keep it going for next week. Absolutely. I'm stoked on it. I'm here for it. Uh, Danielle watched uh, the the aftermath of a West Coast competition of, you know, so, so, so great. People yeah. were cracked. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. You know, always tweet us at Hey Julie. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Um, watch us on the live stream that Brett has so amazingly set up. Leave a review or a comment, and we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye Julie. Julie.